like a kung fu maniac drunk on the blood of a thousand victims, we are Blender style. And on this episode, Power Man 5000, Mega Kung Fu Radio. This album was released in 1997. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers, dudes. So this is my pick. Um, I discovered Power Man 5000. Uh, one of my buddies, I don't remember who it was, brought an OzFest 96 VHS to my house. And, uh, oh, yeah, that was you. Oh, it was. <laughs> I like how you're awesome. like, oh, who was this? I was genuinely, genuinely confused. And That's I'm like, like I, I had a vibe. Yeah, I had that too. <laughs> yeah, so you brought the tape Sorry. over um, and we watched it. I think That's right. You brought it over because- I forgot about that, dude. Of Sepultura. You bought the tape for Sepultura. That's awesome. Okay, Where'd so, you buy it? Oh my God. It might've been either in like San Diego when I was visiting oh, or like it. Sam Goody's on Ming Avenue or yeah, whatever the or fuck. Uh, uh, Blockbuster on Ming yeah, Avenue. Yeah, Blockbuster Music or whatever Or Sam Goody in the mall also on Ming Avenue. Oh. Right. Yeah. That, that was like the only music places I kind of so knew about. So you would, you would come from Taft to Bakersfield to get music. Yeah, you had to. Oh yeah, there was no. Isn't this. Because you could go to Kmart in Taft. I don't you... think Kmart was around then yet. Uh, they didn't yeah. build it. It just goes to show, like, if you're looking for it, you're going to find it. Oh, yeah. I remember having to skate across town. and Oh, I have several stories of being a Blockbuster and, like, discovering, like, albums and just, like, have a lot of... several, several from the 90s. I have a lot of those stories for uh, um, Tower Records in L.A. And we bought a bunch of CDs mm-hmm. down in San Diego. Yep, we did. Snake there was a Pit. place out there in uh, Tehachapi called Toontown. And, you know, if you talk to locals, you know, probably mixed reviews. But uh, I lived, uh, you know, a couple miles away from it off a dirt road or whatever. And I used to have to walk, get on a road, skate to it. And it was just like a small town, you know, CD shop. Mm -hmm. And uh, this person would get used stuff and everything and they would hit and call me. And I was a kid and I would go and I'd skateboard over there and go get that shit. You know what I mean? So that's why I want to ask because Tatchby is a small town and everything. And you went through... How whatever you needed to do to get to Bakersfield or somewhere else to find music, and that's so awesome. And I'm sorry that I interrupted the. No, it's a it's a good, because this is like a journey for a lot of people, right? Is where they find. And this is nostalgia for you guys, right? Oh, this yeah. record. Oh, oh yeah, sure. yeah. So this uh, that tape like had so many. Yeah, is, it had is like, that the one with Cold Chamber on it? Cold, yeah. So it had like one song from every band that played Nostrust. Uh, 96 i think it was right yeah I've, 96 i've tried finding so there was that like fear factory uh sepultura oh, yeah. fear slayer, factory did replica uh slayer and uh, uh sepultura did uh what's the song they had attitude that, yeah attitude and he had like that that one instrument there was like biohazard and neurosis looks like a bow and arrow and he's Damn, like still, neurosis too. yeah that's um, a yeah biohazard dude biohazard yes was on the neurosis one and then cold chamber did you guys watch biohazard Oh yeah, well you, because there was one. Oh, it was on the compilation. Yeah, so yeah. on this VHS cassette, which I have no clue. Yeah, I don't happened. know what happened to it. But and Power Man Five Thousand. Power Man Five Thousand was on the second stage, uh, with Cold Chamber. What um, song was it? Neckbone. Yep, Neckbone. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And from uh, this album. From this yeah. album, and then uh, Cellophane. I don't know if you remember that one. 
No, I don't. Oh, dude, that song, I still can't find an album from those guys, and I've been looking ever since that. Oh, that song? You can't find that No, there's a band that was, the band was called Cellophane, and they did a song called uh, Ride Thy Neighbor, I think it was. Wow. And it was, it was a horrible song at the time. But I, I want to find it to find out if it was as bad as I remember, if it was just <laughs> funny. <laughs> I have yeah. a bunch of compilations that you go back to it and you're like, oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, that's like, how you found music. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. The compilations were the greatest. So I, and then you bought this uh, yeah, CD, so, Mega Kung Fu Radio. Yeah, it wasn't, I think it might have been a year later after you brought it over. Uh, it actually, it might have been that year because, like, we, we would, um, we would do the um, BMG. Thing. Yes, you know, twelve Order CDs, twelve CDs for a dollar, or twelve CDs well, for a penny, a or whatever. This, yeah. So you you sign up, and then you you get the CDs or whatever, and then they're like, oh, now you just got to buy like eight more within the next five years or some crap. And then you bought the the CD Power Man five thousand. Yeah, so I bought Mega Kung Fu Radio. So I was gonna ask though, this is the first record, but just renamed, right, or something? This is their second album renamed. So they did. um isn't it? I thought it for some reason they had like I, a I demo wanted to ask or, about this. Yeah, yeah, so they had like a demo um, or something. I forget what it was called. And then they did the blood splat rating system, which in '95. Yeah, in like '95 or something, which became like got voted best album in Boston or wherever they're from. Boston, yep. Um, and then I think it was uh, DreamWorks. Got- DreamWorks picked them up. And just kind of re-released. This the, man was like playing with my my Boston's. Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, it's so a DreamWorks picked him up and re-released it with a couple extra tracks on it. Like I don't think Neckbone was on the Blood Splat rating system. Correct. I think yeah. They added like two or three tracks to it. Two tracks, um, and then uh, and then they mass produced it. So yeah. that's how it got in the Kmart and Taft. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But this was such a different sound of anything that that was going on at the time. Um, I mean, there was like what was this ninety seven? So ska was a big thing back then. Um, and this was a weird mixture between ska and metal and funk <laughs> it's, and it's totally pop. not how I pictured Power Man Five Thousand though because what? I didn't hear this like so okay so you, you know heard I mean? you heard like the later so I heard yeah. it when you got it and uh-huh. I've been familiar with this for when did you hear Power Man Five Thousand probably uh, when everyone when worlds collide or whatever, yeah you know? the and even that the Stars are... Revolt or whatever yeah. yeah most people that's where they got in I think. So when you picked this album, it was literally the first time I ever listened to this okay. album. Oh, no And it shit. definitely gave me that vibe of, like, my shirt's off and I probably got pierced nipples. And that's... <laughs> and, like, the star around the belly button Yeah, like, tattoo. they went on tour with Snot. And, like... Which is, you know... Yeah, so yeah. But you get what I mean? It's that same vibe. Like, even, like, you know, Sublime was around at that time. This oh, is yeah. kind of like Snot, I guess. It's, oh, it's, for sure. It has that, that backbeat. It's that weird blending of, like, all the different cool styles at the time like funk and yeah like, it, yeah it was like it really trying to kind of find its they groove. were like trying to throw the the hip-hop into it yeah like but he's his, trying to rap his it is it, his vocal ranges from like rap to like new metal screams seamlessly oh for sure it's weird how he's able to kind of transition between and he doesn't them. sing at all i mean let's not get that wrong he, yeah he does he pulls sing. the cake thing and he talks it's and like, yells yeah. and raps and rolls. It's not and monotone, though. No, it's not, yeah. He has range with He does him, have range. But his delivery is like. For sure. Um, but yeah, like like I said, this was just so different at the time that it kind of caught my attention. And, and it's a fun album to listen to. I mm-hmm. mean. So much. It was this, when this album came out, or when, when I got this album and, and really got into it, and then Tonight the Stars Revolt came out, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. 
and I and I bought it and I was disappointed. So uh, you're the exact opposite of me. Yeah. I mean, it was still a good album. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. It just was, wasn't what I was expecting. Like, I was really hoping for more of this. They made a really big push during this. And I think they actually say it in one of the songs. Um, they they were really pushing for their genre of music to be filed, like called action. Like, they mm-hmm. wanted a special spot in the CD stores filed under action. Um, it's like your funk new metal, bro. Yeah. It, it, but that was the thing. They Like, everything back then was trying to be this new. They like, went on tour with Sugar Ray. Well, because because I think you know um, grunge had just done their thing, you know. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying that know, this is the no, I, I get the it. era of yeah. But but grunge had just done their thing and had this new classification, so everybody wanted to be classified as something new. New metal was making a big emergence, and they were getting their own classification mm-hmm. as of metal. And they're like, well, we want to be filed under action. We want to be action. We're action music, which it fits. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's active. It's all over the place. There's like turntables and percussion going on. Oh yeah, and, and that's the cool thing about it. It's like even with all the different stuff going on, um, everything has time to shine. Like there's parts like where the breakdowns, yes. where the the percussionist, not the drummer, but the percussionist or the guy on the turntables plays the the bells or whatever, and you could hear them come through really well. And like everything quiets down, uh, gives that's a, a good to observation. Like um, everyone does get the their bongos chance. get their their playthrough and like it's really cool it's like everything has a chance to shine and step forward and nothing muddies anything else out um i would say that it probably could do with a second guitar player mm. oh for sure but for the most part the distortion on the guitar for the type of music they're playing is heavier than it should be probably and i think kind of to touch on what you said spiders yelling or screaming is not the kind of screaming you'd hear on the more mellow kind of sound that they are. No, it's like, it would be like hearing like, uh, in living color with like <laughs> Jonathan Davis screaming on yeah, it. For it sure. doesn't make sense, but in this, and he does it. Seamless. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It doesn't, no, but, you know it, I mean? but it would work. His vocals are great. And I love his delivery, all of his weird lyrics. Oh yeah. He's, this guy's really creative on well, this. him and his brother, both. They're, they're really into that like whole comic book. Rob Zombie. Uh, yeah. That comic book genre of, you know, I think the drums sound really good. For sure. Like the percussion parts, like you guys said, and everything. That was kind of this, that became the standard in like the mid to late 90s to have really tight drumming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? David Silveria was doing it. Uh, Cole Chamber was mm-hmm. doing it with their drums. You know, that really like tight uh, ghost noting on the snares. And I do like that they, you know, mix the funk, the rock, and the rap and stuff. So I guess I'm kind of like on the opposite side of the table with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this sounds really flat. I feel like the guitar player probably falls asleep mm-hmm. when he plays live. There's nothing mm-hmm. very interesting going on here. And I'm kind of bored at times. So like. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think this so, is a banger progression. I feel like. I think also the uh, rapping delivery is very, very weak. When he raps, he's literally repeating himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not, you know what I mean? And I think it's kind of something that they were trying to hop on and it was a gimmick and it comes off very flat for me. Oh, I think, I think, um, mm. I've also, I listened to this album over and over and I think what plays into it, like I was saying, uh, earlier, just in conversation is, is nostalgia. This okay. is something nostalgic for you guys. It was something new for you and mm. everything. Uh, to me, 
listening to it at 36 years old, this is boring. I this think is, it's, 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 it's just very boring to me. And, uh, you know, local yeah. band playing down at the bar. This is what this sounds like. I to think me. I, I, I could kind of see where you're coming from. Cause I, I don't think, I don't think it holds up compared to the, where this kind of style has gone. All the other bands that I mentioned during the conversation are better. Well, but that, that's what I'm saying. Album, at I the think. time, I don't think there was a lot of people doing this. Mm-hmm. So I think this was like a like you were saying, like a, a big progression for the for the scene or the or the style at the time. Dude, they could have went on fucking tour with no doubt, no Tragic Kingdom playing this shit. I <laughs> they probably would have fit in with no, it. I I gotta disagree. I think the first half of this album is fucking phenomenal Dude, the first song is is good i think the first three i think the first song's good the second song's better the first song's great because you listen to it if you don't know what this is you don't know what you're getting into exactly, and that's yeah. why i was so pumped when i first heard it like literally i was pumped right and like i got like three songs in and it was literally this all sounds the same to me too mm-hmm. it's very flow like I'm sorry, guys. I just no. I, I don't even mean to shit on it, but I I was listening. It's to interesting. It. I was it listening. I really listened to this a lot of times, and um, just when I think I'm kind of liking it, it, it just falters for me. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it with my wife, and even she was she mentioned something like I'm not even talking about it or saying that I'm like reviewing. Well, she's this like, album. what are you to? And she's like, this is just boring. This is, <laughs> and I was like, I know. This yeah. is, I can't oh, even get through it. I think the second half gets a little boring, especially around like Bored Witcher, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I kind of feel like like they start putting this like these interludes and really long intros long, and stuff yeah. there. And that kind of makes the whole album kind of slow down. It drops pace. Um, on Stand and Eight, there's that really long intro. Yeah. Um, Some of just it feels unnecessary. slows the whole pace of the album. And, it, and it's cool. I mean, at the time, putting samples and stuff at and the intros for all your stuff, stuff yeah. was yeah, a cool, cool thing. It, but today it doesn't hold up. And and now it just kind of slows the flow of the whole the whole record. I agree. This doesn't even get fast. Not no, one doesn't. time does this. It album gets heavy, really get... but not fast. Yeah, it's mediocre heavy for me, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, that's why. I mean, I give it a one point five. Wow. I, I think this is this is not even B rated stuff for me, man. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Dude. It's 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 weird because, like you said, like you came into them during tonight the Stars Revolt. Did you think that was a decent album? I mean, oh, t- dude, it blows okay. this one out of the water. Yeah. It almost makes this one look like a five point fucking O. Okay, the, the, like yeah. this, I am just not into it, man. I'm See, so that's sorry, crazy. man. I give this a four point five. Mm. I think this is a especially the first like five tra- three to five tracks are phenomenal. Mm. Um, I love this like groovy sound that they have. It's like got a cool vibe to it, and I think the Stars Revolt. Su- I went back and listened to it, and it sucks. It's that one's boring. I yeah. would give that a 1.5, which is fascinating. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just not that. It's just maybe I wonder not if my it, thing. it's because of how we got introduced to the band. <sighs> Like no, you heard that is... one first, and I heard this one well, first. I, I it's like... not that big of a, a like. I'm not judging it off that record. I'm just saying that the other record at least got me a little like pumped. 
Well, I, I think I understand. This what one ate. literally sounds like he ate a bunch of like opiates, like had a bunch of pills. Was like, oh, this is dumb. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what the hell? Did like, you watch just, any of the video? He kind of looks like that, dude. Too, I did not. <laughs> I did so, not look up any so, video. Of this so I kind of, I kind of think like what Nate's coming from is the same thing. It's like so. There's this nostalgia thing playing on it because you know this was something we grew up with or whatever. But I also feel like if you were into the music at the time. This was something that was special. Like, you didn't hear a lot of stuff like it. Going back now, you could sit there and say, oh, yeah, they could have played with No Doubt and stuff. But I think when this was coming out, those weren't on, like, on my musical radar. I didn't listen to that kind of music and stuff. So this uh, was this was new and this was... This is, know, like, the only thing you heard that sounded like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. to me. So it was, like, it was different. It was crazy. And and even then, I don't think, to me, No Doubt and those, those kind of bands don't really compare. I mean, they're similar and, like, they're kind of their poppiness it's just dated like you, it like you can it's very dated. It, you know it's definitely like i if i just heard this i'd be like this is late 90s early 2000s but fair but to put on that i give this 4.7 yeah i think it's a great album that's this near was, perfect when this thing came out or when i first heard this this was like one of those lightning moments in music because it instantly expanded my musical horizon of oh there's different styles other than just metal that incorporate metal and oh, it was okay. crazy like to me I, i'd never thought of putting yeah totally like rap with metal that's just weird and this mm. blends it well and it does and that there's a trans there's this transition from from the more mellow stuff to the you know the it's white boy rap it's not anything that you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna win an award for rapping it's <laughs> It's cookie cutter as hell. And then, but, but I just pick it. Like when I said that, like I compared it to the other album, I compared it to like what they were wearing. Like in this, <laughs> he was wearing a white beater with a pierced eyebrow and long tube socks with fucking Chuck Taylors. And then in the other one, he's wearing some fucking a weird spaceman ass suit. Yeah, spaceman <laughs> suit with spiky. Oh my God. I hated hair. the spaceman oh, shit, dude. And, and see, and that's my thing. So it's all a gimmick. It's I, was, I was really into this. It, <laughs> It's a fucking gimmick. Tonight the stars revolt. That's why these bands didn't stick around. I got disappointed, and then I think I like what was the one after that? Anyone for Doomsday or something? No one knows. I don't know. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I heard a a song or single that was like maybe like two or three years ago, and it was fucking good. I was like, wow, this is power. And and that's what I was gonna say. So like, so like this was this was to me this was their best. And then Uh tonight the stars revolt. It was decent. I never really like. I got into that more than I got into the next one. And then after that, I fell off the bandwagon. They went real poppy. They went real weird. And then. I think maybe a year or two ago, I heard a single that came out and I was like, oh, wow, they got decent again. Well, it got almost like electronic, uh, yeah. like electronic music or whatever. It almost sounded like a Depeche Mode or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like what we talked about on a, a few episodes back about bands reinventing themselves with every single album. You can't maintain Especially, your fandom. You know what's weird to me about this is like we can be at a party and if one of these songs, like if fucking uh, organized come on, I'm going to be pumped and you're going to be like, this is boring. Oh, definitely. <laughs> That's weird to me. That is kind of weird. It's weird. The bass playing alone is just like, gets me going, dude. That's so, yeah. That sick bass line in those. Okay. Earth- so the drummer literally plays the same drum beat the whole time. The guitar player <laughs> literally is falling asleep because he's like, okay. Well, he's yeah, not they, riffing. I don't disagree. There's literally no. like two parts where he does solos and they're like, 
you know, this is a total precursor for new like metal guitar stoned, style. It was like, let this me... is just open chord, yeah, strum, yeah, let exactly. it ring. minimalist, strum, let, let it ring, strum, let it ring. Saint Anger is better than this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever say that. Definitely, <laughs> Blender style never says Saint Anger is better than anything. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to cover that album. Saint Anger is definitely better than this whole album. <laughs> I'd rather listen to Chinese Democracy. Are you saying this album is in the trash can that Lars is playing on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's my neck bone, my neck bone. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, he literally. I don't mean to say this again, but there was another album where, like, I talked about how somebody was like talking about every, all the parts of their body. Like, he's talking about every part of his body. He's like, my neck bone and your arms and your legs. That's two different songs that I just mentioned it said four words it's a 1.5 i think you're list. confusing me. <laughs> wake up little snoozy <laughs> uh, all right this is blender style that was power man 5000 mega kung fu radio this is zombie karaoke ladies and gentlemen